I love green. I love green. That sounds like how much I paid for my scuff controller back when I used to compete. It has all the attachments, like everything. Well, yeah. Ooh. Well, because he asked me, he asked if he could just, you know, fool around I with my... I want a good... F well, we're recording now. I yeah, we're recording. I want a Xbox controller with a fucking good D-pad on it, and I'm playing 360 games, and the 360 D-pad sucks ass. Oh, dude, the three the, the, the 360 D-pad is, like, absolutely dog shit. It's, yeah. it's trash. Like it's really legit like, trash. Yeah, I'm trying to play games like Explosion Man and Shadow Complex, and you can't with that D-pad. No, so you, need a, you need a good D-pad to play those games. Sorry, but you really do. And oh, that's... Explosion so, Man. So, yeah, Explosion Man's awesome. I dude, like I love the... That I, I love the soundtrack. Wasn't there something going on with the soundtrack where, like, the PS version, like the PlayStation version, did not have the same soundtrack. I swear to God, wasn't exclusive to Xbox. It was exclusive, and then it, I, I swear to God, it came back. It came to like other consoles. Let me double check. I know limited run released Splosion Man for the Switch, I think, but it was Miss Splosion Man, not the first one. Okay. Hey, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> we are what? recording. Oh, wait, oh, wait, I'm Adam. We're, hey, we're everyone, I'm Adam. I'm, I'm Andrew. Hey, Andrew's back. We don't have anything to crack open because I have new G Fuel to test. Oh out. no, 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 sir. Oh, do you? No, I, it's not technically somewhat crack open. It's a twist. Oh, there you go. I have Mountain Dew Summer Freeze. Where's Where's my goddamn Mountain Dew? Hold on. <laughs> you should be able to hear that. So he has what is it called? Summer Freeze. Summer Freeze. Those are not coconut shells. This is not Mighty Python and the Holy Grail. Get bent. I am opening the new Gundam G Fuel, the the Ramon flavor or whatever the heck it is. Ramon. Hand that. Hand that. Oh, okay. He can speak. Try I'm opening this really quick. I'm just sniffing. I haven't even opened this G Fuel. There you go. Sniff test. I've already drank this, so you guys can try. Are you gonna huff it? No. Huff it. Huff it. Floor it. Huff it. What does it smell like? It smells like freedom, sir. That's what it smells like, freedom. I don't know what this stuff smells like. It tastes like those, like... Is this supposed to be like those blue... Explosion, man. Those those blue, red, and white, like, freezer pops? Yes, that's exactly okay. what it's supposed to be. Yeah, yes. Like uh, one for one. It gets my, uh, it gets my childhood recommendation. Mm-hmm. Too bad this weather is absolutely dog shit, so you can't enjoy it like a like you're like it's summertime. Why well, can't video game? Why well, can't weather just be like in video games where it's just like, ah, you know why I don't like the weather today? I'm just gonna save and go back to bed. And <laughs> reload. I love that. Yeah, I think there was something going on with the uh, the soundtrack for like Explosion Man for the other consoles. So like there was a different soundtrack because there was licensing issues. It was weird. Weird. That's strange. Yeah, because I actually like the soundtrack. Josh is. It's, it's called Splosion Man. Excuse me. Ex sorry. Explosion Man. Yeah. Hey, did you call it Explosion Man? Get it right or pay the price, bro. Get it right or pay the price. All right, shake that. Shake it well. Shake it like a Polaroid picture, Andrew. That's not. Sh there you go. Shake it like a Polaroid picture. I'm. I'm holding it. I'm holding. I'm holding. I'm holding. There you go. Like you're making a margarita or. or so I licked the, the um, <laughs> I licked the powder off my fingers after opening that tub. Yeah. I don't taste anything. Uh oh. It, it, it's like it's got like a very light melon oh. taste to it. I want it shaken, not stirred, sir. <laughs> I want my vodka martini shaken, oh, yeah, not yeah. stirred. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know, it's, all like, right. it's like a cartoon. What the Is this heck? enough? That's perfect. Andrew's perfect. Now a, Andrew's perfect. Now a bar, bartender. He's making a martini. <laughs> yeah. Shaken, not stirred. That's, that's Gosh, just like your mother likes it, Trebek. Just like your mother. All right, I gotta try this Mountain Dew first. All right, all right, you what try. Is, what is this stuff called? It's, uh, Jesus Christ, how many times have I gotta say this? Um, Summer Freeze. Summer Freeze? Too bad it's not summer. 
It tastes like blue voltage. This tastes exactly like blue voltage. Nah, it tastes like a, like those like those freeze pops. The three flavors. Sure. Yeah. This I can't taste shit. What's this one small? I can't taste anything. I like, put a full scoop in it. It's that a thing. hint. I get a, a weird hint of a flavor. Ooh, actually, I do taste that. I like this. Okay. Smooth. I like it. Doesn't. This like, tastes like green melon. This tastes exactly like green melon. Yeah, I taste it. I like it. I like it. This this, this is like honeydew melon flavored G fuel. There you go. Very good. Very light taste. I will say one thing. I am totally jealous of the shaker cup that you have for the Gundam because that Zaku, the red Zaku, and then the gun, the OG Gundam. I that looks good on that cup. Oh, I thought you. I, I thought you spilled it. No, I was like, no, oh no! no. I, I, that's why I have shaker cups. <laughs> oh like no! Yes. All right, now I can get back up in my my, my desk. That's right. Back in my chair. Back in my chair. I was sitting on the floor. Oh, yeah, he was shaking stuff. So overall, though, what did you guys think of the Mountain Dew? Pretty good. It tastes like blue voltage to me. Okay. Good though. It, it's Pretty fine. Good. It's good. Okay. That's not bad, but like the other flavors that I have, like I can actually taste like a lot of flavors. Like I can taste the melon. Where's more of that scorpion? I want the scorpion. <laughs> I don't have scorpion. Yeah, oh my sting. god. Didn't you finish that or yeah, no? I did. I finished okay. that. Okay. I was about to nope, say. I have not bought scorpion sting. I drank all that while I was at work. Yeah, well. I bought another uh, $90 worth of G Fuel. I bought another six tubs on their buy one, get one free sale. Nice. Yeah, every and time they buy one, get one free, the, I do it. The Gundam stuff that we just tried, I've had ordered since February. Yeah, they they kept pushing it back because the cup situation. Like Again, yeah, the, the sh- cup will the break. The shaker cup lids would snap, and they would just break. Oh, that sucks. Again, that's so that's I'm just using tough. that shaker cup as a decorative piece, because it's nice looking. It looks cool. Mm-hmm. It's got. Um, it's pretty. So I'm like spending money <laughs> right now because I just bought an Xbox Elite from Design Labs. And what did we learn about going to a nice mom and pop game store than going on eBay? eBay sucks ass. Go to your local stores, kids. There yes. Always support your local. Seriously, I spent sixty dollars and got six games for the Xbox 360 and Xbox One. Yeah. Support your mom and pop shop. <laughs> hey, I thought you got some PlayStation games too. Oh yeah, I got Persona. Five. You got Persona, Persona 5. Five. Yeah, it was a good deal. For like, oh, they were all ten dollars a piece. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, Dang. I'm taking them to those two game stores in Saginaw next week. Nice. Whereas, like, well, right now, like, I'm I'm specifically targeting 360 games, so I want to get X Men Origins, Wolverine, and Deadpool because they've been delisted on the Xbox Store. So I want to try to get those and Lollipop Chainsaw and Shadows of the Damned. I think I have Lollipop Chainsaw on my PC for Steam. I gotta double check huh. that. So it's, I loved it. I thought that game was just so stupid that that's what made it so great for me. And then somebody was saying possibly get the Syndicate, but I don't know. No, what, what was the one where um, you had the machine that could like rebuild environments from the past or something? There was a few games like that because there was the one Red Faction 3. No, I thought this started with, the, with an S. I wanted to say it was like I, I keep wanting to say like Syndicate or Shadow Complex. Oh, is with the shooter you mean? Yes. Oh God, it was the one that Activision made. It was actually a fan. Singularity. Yes. Singularity. I knew it started with an S. It was the one where like you go, you're you're U.S. Special Forces. And you're going on this one island when the Soviet Union used to do experiments on it. You get there, all of a sudden weird stuff happens, and then all of a sudden you realize like why am I being busted up by a bunch of Soviets? And then you're like wondering what the heck is going on. You're messing with time travel, and you can also like you know redo things to where something was decay, like a like a gas can. Yeah. You can rebuild it, and then you can blow it up. Sure. It was kind of that was I, that was a great game. Was, yeah. It still bums me out because how it ended was actually quite interesting. You get back on the helicopter, you fly away, and the, all the Soviet, the Soviets won. 
Huh. You kind of like messed up with time yeah. in that game. And when you did that, you altered everything. Oh. The butterfly so effect. So is that, is that a bad ending with the sword? No, I thought it was an interesting ending. Oh. Because like, you literally get there and you don't realize that like, uh, like you were Russian now. One of my favorite uh, YouTubers, uh, Civi11, actually had a video on that. So if you ever want to actually get a plot synopsis on it, it's interesting. <laughs> he yeah. always does like boomer shooters. It's interesting to watch his takes on those. I, I was literally just watching or looking at a Reddit thread about uh, boomer shooters today because you know, people were like getting annoyed. Like, why the fuck is this called a boomer shooter? It's not even Doom anymore. It's fucking from a decade ago. And they're like, the term boomer shooter just means that it's old. Yeah, it just means it's old. <laughs> I'm sorry. It Gra um, Doom Eternal was magnificent in every shape and no, form. No, I mean Doom, Doom, Doom. Like Doom 2 is. Oh, yeah. Okay. I yeah, get Doom what you're saying. Is, Doom 2, 1 and 2 are considered boomer shooters. I still haven't played those this day. I need to play those. I played Doom 2. Well, what, what, oh, Ridge, the OGs 1 and 2? Yeah, I've never played them. I loved them. That's like the gaming Bible sin. I, 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 st I still I remember watching my cousins get like the 3D sick, you know, like the motion sickness kind of thing when they first played it. Yeah. Because it was something totally different and totally new. And my one cousin's just like, I'm done. I'm like, why, dude? You only been playing for like an hour. He's like, I don't feel good. Have you played Wolfenstein? No. Wolfenstein? I have. No, I'm not. Nope, I have not played any of their I played almost every single one except for like the, like the very first shooter of Wolfenstein I have played. Not even Hexen. Nope, never Hexen. Huh, interesting. So we also had a video on Hexen, which was pretty interesting. Hexen was cool because it was like magic, but it was a shooter. Yeah. It's pretty neat. You had like a uh, magic wand and stuff. Speaking of shooters, though, there's a there's something interesting that just came to Steam. What's that? Halo 1. Wait, the what? The Master Chief Collection? But it's incredibly cursed. Why? Why? Yeah. It's hilarious. So Did someone mod the hell out of it or oh, something? They mod the ever-living hell out of Halo 1, and it's called Cursed Halo. Uh, the guy, the YouTuber, is Inferno Plus. Uh, the thing is, is that this was kind of like a harder mod to install before. People always had issues with it. But because of the Steam Workshop now is actually supporting mods, mm. uh, he was very easily able to go back on Steam and just dump all of his mods for Halo 1 into the Steam Workshop. So it's very easy now for people to actually play Cursed Halo multiplayer in Cursed like Halo uh, single player campaign, like with split screen and everything like that with your friends. Hmm. It is hilarious. What, why, what is it? Why do they call it Cursed Halo? Okay, so you got to think about something that's like, well, what's cursed in a video game? Like, what would make this cursed, right? Well, what about a shotgun? where people are like, well, the reticle's off-center because on the original Halo, the reticle's like slightly off. Mm. So he actually just made the shotgun curve to the left and the actual reticle is like on the left side of the screen. So in order to actually aim it properly, you have to like aim so what? You're 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 aiming all the way to the left to shoot straight. So you would have to aim all the way to the right because the game the gun is pointing to the left to uh, shoot straight. Oh yeah yeah. So he just does a lot of cursed things like that. He's just like, oh hey, guess what? This is a grenade. It's a D20 grenade. What does it do? I don't know. Throw it and it rolls a random algorithm and it will do something random. And it, it, who knows what it'll do? You don't know. What it's if you roll a 17, unicorns pop up. Yeah, like just weird shit like that. It's uh. hilarious. It is the funniest thing. He's like, what if Master Chief had a double jump? What if Master Chief had a double jump by duct taping two pistols to both of his feet? <laughs> yeah, like everything about the mod is incredibly cursed. He's like, this is a reverse shooting pistol. What does it do? Exactly what it says on the tin. And if you shoot it, it shoots yourself. So the way what you're the actually supposed to use it, well, it's a reverse throwing shooting pistol. So what you do is you actually hold the fire button and Master Chief will take the gun and throw it instead of shooting it. Huh. <laughs> it's so fun. Like every gun. Is, is it free? 
Uh, yes, it's free. Okay, I was about to say, like, uh... As long as you own Halo 1, it's free on the Steam Workshop. Okay, then I, yes, I do. great. Yes, I do. Uh, the sniper rifle, he's like, man, what if the sniper rifle looks a little droopy? And, like, the sniper rifle gun actually has, like, jiggle physics to it. <laughs> but the thing is, is that it doesn't fire straight because of that. It fires right with the jiggle physics. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. So you have to be smart how you shoot then, okay. Yeah, and he's like, what about the, what about the zoom-in feature about this? And it's like, so you know how, like, your FOV is 70? And, like, oh, you're going to zoom in on your sniper rifle. Yeah. Okay, well, he put a times one zoom on his sniper rifle. What, so it's basically nothing? It's nothing. It's, huh. <laughs> so it's just a scope that... It's just a scope. It's just a scope, but all it does is put, like, the scope yeah. on a colliders. Wow, that's Every, weird. Yeah, everything about the mod is just hilariously cursed. So it's just like, wow, look at these jackals. They have Minecraft swords. Why? Why not? I don't know. They rush you down. They're going to hit you. It's like everything about the mod is just hilarious. And he just, like, <laughs> modded every little aspect of the game to just be something so, stupid but funny. Did they have binoculars in Halo 1? Uh, no. No. Oh, okay. For some reason, no. I thought they did. No. No, no, no. But, yeah, like, I don't know. He just he just absolutely mods the ever-loving crap out of the game. And one of my favorite videos. So is, is the Warthog cursed? What do you do with the vehicles? The Warthog? Yeah. Well, what about, you know, how the Warthog has, like, two seats? Sure. But what if it had four seats? Technically, it has three. Wait a minute. What if it had eight seats? Oh, I... 16 seats. What if it had 32 seats? Wait, I know exactly who you're talking about now. Oh. I've seen those videos of that guy. Yeah. What yeah. if I make this gigantic, huh. you know, thing, like, blah, 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 and see what happens with the game? Yeah, like, he absolutely just changed everything about Halo. And again, it's just the fun, like, everything about it is just hilarious. I want to see what happens with the Banshee now. Oh, God. Like, yeah, like, that's the thing is that, like, or it's, the one ghost. Of, it's one of those things that you really, oh, the ghost? The ghost is great because what happens is that when you fire the gun, mm. it turns you <laughs> perpetually. So you kind of start spinning slowly and then you just spin. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's great. Yeah, like, it's Weird. actually, like, every aspect of the game has just been modded to hell and back in just the funniest way imaginable. And that's just like the whole idea behind it. So the multiplayer for it is even funnier. Huh. Because like the uh, the plasma the plasma pistol, yeah. you know, the one that you charge the yep. green one. Yep. Well, what if you could charge it a little bit longer and then a little bit longer and then a little bit longer. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. It's so what, it turns into like a BFG? It turns into a BFG, but then like, yeah, it, what it ends up happening is that basically it just like turns into like a mini nuke when it shoots uh. where it goes if you charge it long yeah. enough. Like, again, every aspect of the game that he could just mod to just be stupid and cursed in some way, he did. I wonder if he made it so, like, if you charge that gun too long, it explodes in your hands. Uh, I think he did do that with one of the guns. <laughs> I, 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 again, I know he screwed around with everything. He's like, what about the, what about the plasma grenade? What happens if you were to throw it and instead it just exploded into another four plasma grenades and then exploded into another four plasma grenades and then another four plasma... So, like... Each huh. individual one of those clusters explode into more clusters, and it's just like... Does it still stick to enemies? It bounces. Oh, okay. No, it's now, it no longer sticks. It just bounces everywhere. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, again, he just made it as, like, dumb as imaginable. Yeah. So, like, that's, the like, one of the other shotguns he has. He's like, well, here's this special shotgun I, uh, I made, and it has one shot in it, but it has, like, ridiculous recoil to it. So if you shoot somebody with it, they're going to go flying across <laughs> the map. But the thing is, is that if you shoot it, you're also going to go flying ah. in the opposite direction. So you could actually even technically shoot behind you to propel yourself forward. <laughs> yeah, like... This sounds wonderful. It, it, every Can you of, use this mod in single player? Yes. Wow, and so cool. and the best thing about it, too, is that you can play this in single player with your friends. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, so... That just it, sounds like pure chaos. It, it is absolutely unadulterated chaos, <laughs> and it is great. He also made some of his own custom cutscenes for the game. Like, he put a lot of work into this mod, huh. and it is absolutely worth going and checking out. Me and my friend are actually planning on doing a full playthrough of this, and I cannot wait, because it's going to be just stupid. It is going to be just absolutely stupid about, like, what's going to happen, and that's, like, part of the charm of it, is you just have no idea... What huh. this guy's just like crazy thoughts were when he made these, and he's just like, Yeah, screw it, you know, we'll just go with it. Why not? Like, let's do it. Like, let's just make it as batshit insane as imaginable, but like in the most cursed way imaginable. When you guys play this, are you gonna play on the legendary difficulty? Oh, God, I don't know. That's actually not a bad idea. Just to see if you could do it. Oh, my God. I don't know. Maybe because I know some of the, like, one of the other cursed things he put in there was like the jackals. People always bitch about jackals. Hmm. He's like, Well, what about if jackals had perfect accuracy, no matter what? But their gun did, like, one damage. But what if I put, like, ten of them right next to each other? Jeez. Yeah, so, like, he put, like, some really, like, trolly shit in the game. So, like, I'm sure it would be hilarious, but I don't know if he playtested it for Legendary. If it is possible, then maybe we'll try Legendary. I wonder what the Brutes do. Oh. Those big-ass motherfuckers. Brutes is not in Halo 1. Really? No. Oh, no, I thought br Brutes were. No. No, uh, the Brutes were introduced in Halo 2. two. You're... I, I think he's talking the, about... But the, the big dudes. You're the ones with the shield. Yeah. Those are in Halo 1. The the ones in Halo 1 were the Elites, Jackals, and Grunts. Maybe it's the And elites. then the Hunters. It might... The Hunters. Yeah, the hunters is what I'm thinking, not Brutes. Yeah. Hunters. Okay, okay. Hunters. when you say the big guys, okay, the, br so the Brutes are big hunters. guys. I always think Hunters. Uh, I know they had a few funny things about them. The ones with the really deep scream. When you kill them, when you kill them, they just like yell. So do the brutes. Yeah, oh. I, yeah, I know. So do the elites have a big sound too. I thought you just said they said bork bork. Bork bork. That's <laughs> like, actually the yeah, joke from Red vs. Blue. Really? Yeah, we made the telephone. So they made the telephone a thousand years before you. Oh, that's cool. What do they have to fucking say? Barkity bark bark? Who the fuck wants to hear that? No, I'm like a Swedish chef. Bork, bork, bork. Bork, 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 bork. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so, like, that's absolutely something I want to go check out because, yeah, if you have Halo 1 on Steam, you can just go download this on the Steam Workshop. Mm. Absolutely recommended to go do it. Go have some yourself some stupid fun. That's part of one of the things that makes gaming great is like when you just really feel like a kid again because you have no idea what the hell is going to happen. Somebody <laughs> modded the new Spider- well, the Spider-Man 4 or if, uh, Insomniac Spider-Man on PS or on the PlayStation or that. The PlayStation <laughs> Spider-Man on the PC with to Tobey Maguire's face. Oh, oh really? Like, without the without the mask, they okay. just have his face on there and then his voice in Spider-Man 4. Technically, that's what that it is. That is hilarious. I, I like it. From the movie, it's pretty neat. Now, how many war crimes can I commit in this Halo mod? Probably quite a bit. Well, the Red Cross will still be upset with you because they have already came out and said, we would like gamers to stop committing war crimes. Are they working with Anita Sarkeesian, too? Dude, more our luck, yeah, probably. I mean, we've been through this already on our last podcast, but... With yeah, her... she went on there, like, she literally was bragging about how, like, her program that she has is an anti-bully hotline thing. Oh, Jesus Christ. It was so stupid. Like, apparently, it, what it is, is just, it's practically therapy to help out and then see if you can stop the person from harassing <laughs> That's them. That's funny. We talked about Halo. Halo Infinite just launched for me. It just ships. Oh, oh nice. nice. I've been waiting for... Infinite for a couple days. It's a sign. Go download Curse Halo now. Yeah. Absolutely do it. You know, you're talking about war crimes, and all I can think of is a video I just watched the other day about Magic the Gathering, about how the Frixians are actually peaceful. And he's like, so what I did is I actually looked at every single Geneva, uh, Geneva Convention and every th single thing that constitutes a war crime. 
and let's see how we score on this in the Frixians. And he's like reading off like, uh, yeah, no, that's a war crime. Like, oh yeah, uh, no uh, bodily injury uh, outside of like, you know, like blah, 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 blah. And it's like, oh yeah, the Frixians actually just kind of like skin flay your like body alive and like just replace it with wires. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a war crime, but uh, you know, worse things can happen. It's a very short list, but they can happen. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Go, go to the Warhammer universe, my god. Yeah, it was so funny because it was just like, he's like, yeah, <laughs> Frixians are just great people. They just want to throw parties. They like sports, and it's like showing like a blood sport arena of like them murdering each other. They like sports. They like to party. Like, yeah, it's, I don't know. It, I kind of like that. Yeah, it, it was just, it was just funny. I think, like, they had, like, four things that were not war crimes and, like, 32 things that yeah. were. Did they, did they make a new, uh, old-school Doom-looking Warhammer game? Did they just release some, I saw something on YouTube. It looked like Doom 2, but it was in the Warhammer universe? No, uh, I don't, uh, I know that there was that one Warhammer game that was a third-person shooter. No, it's the first-person shooter that looks like Doom 2, but it is Warhammer, and it's supposed to be an introduction to the universe so people can get it. Into it. I don't know. I I've never touched it. it. I have not touched because the last one I touched that was a first-person shooter was that four-player co-op one a where you, tide. yeah, where you play like the on Game Pass. It was on Game Pass. I bought it on the PlayStation Store. Oh, okay. This was that. That, that was not Dark Tide. I, I I did not touch that one yet. That was really? like a two thousand. I thought you played Dark Tide. I did, but I like uh, the PlayStation one that I'm talking about. The last one I played. Remember, yeah. I was talking about how I played. I bought that one for the PlayStation uh-huh. Four. Yeah. That came out 2017, if I'm remembering correctly. It's kind of like a Left 4 Dead Warhammer oh, style. right, sure. Which, so is Dark Tide, but this was more slower pace kind of speed back then. Mm. Like, I, you could have your Space Marine have a medic, you could have a Gatling gun, all these other cool guns, and you're going after these weird a- a- heresy aliens that are using the genes of, like, Space Marines to re- you know, like, the breed an army and stuff like that. It was re- Huh. Yeah. Oh, I know you were asking me about Mechanus. Mechanus? Yeah. Mechanus? I don't know. Yeah. Never, never played it. Yeah, so no, some sad news is, as of right now, the Microsoft Activision deal is dead in the water. Yep, because, it's funny too, because the last podcast, that Jamie Morgan guy that I follow on Twitter was like, yep, looks like it's a done deal. Oh yeah, it was. A done, everyone's like, oh yeah, it's a done deal, and out of left field, the UK goes, no. And that's what stopped it, was the UK. Microsoft has a monopoly on the cloud. Hey, <laughs> that sound like hey dog. I feel <laughs> like we need to go to war with England again. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll see what happens, because honestly... Because, like, and, but everyone's asking me, like, my friend goes, like, why is this happening? You think, why is the UK so, like, against Microsoft? And I'm going like this. It's because Sony has a monopoly in the UK where there's more PlayStations than there are Xboxes, and Guess what? I guarantee you, a lot of people have had stock and have get money from Sony situations. So I, I, I would be more willing to bet that Bobby Akotic is trying to like give a a donation to somebody in the UK, being like, "Yeah, I want this to stop, please." Stop. Wasn't he supposed to step down from Microsoft? When he steps down, like, totally. He's supposed to step down when the merger happens. Yeah, so that's like the problem. Is that, like, so is he delaying so he doesn't believe? No, I think he wants it to happen because then he can, you know, get his fat, fat that's bonus. What I was no. Is he gonna do like a fat he, severance package? He could just, he could just do that anyway. You're the CEO. You could be like, "Oh, by the way, I'm just gonna retire." And by the way, here's my fat severance. Like, 
my retirement bonus, bye. He could just do that anyway. He wouldn't need this merger. Mm. People don't want him in charge. I don't think he wants to step down as a thing, and that's a problem. Well, that's, that, that is the biggest truth. Like, like no one wants him to be in charge. Yeah, nobody wants They've him. already said that he is... He has created a horrible, toxic environment. I know a lot of people are speculating that if this deal fails, Phil Spencer is going to lose his job. I don't think Phil Spencer will lose his job. That's speculation. What will will happen is is that like the rallying cry to kind of get the reason to buy Xbox Game Pass and an Xbox will fall flat on its face. Game Pass is the initial reason why I bought the Series X and S. No, yes. The the Game Pass is the reason I have the S. Yes. I will say say right now, Game Pass, there are so many games where I would have never played these games if it wasn't for Game Pass, and these are some fun games. Like that Minecraft game? Well, Legends. Legends is okay. I mean, I can get right into that situation. Um, Minecraft Legends is totally different. It's kind of like Overlord, you know. And what's that one game? Brutal, of G- Brutal Legend. Brutal Legend. Pikmin. What it is is Pikmin. you start out like uh, these weird gates are opening. These demon-like pigs are invading the lands, destroying everything. And then these three guardians. One is like knowledge, action. I forgot the other one was. But um, they find a lonely person just working the mines in Minecraft, and they said, you're our new hero. So then you... Link, take this sword. Ex- bingo. <laughs> bingo. So what happens then is then they, they go, here, you can help us rally your forces. What will happen is that at the original area, you have wood and stone. So then you can you know, use resources to dig up, cut up trees, dig up rock and stuff like that. And then you can make your forces. Well, the wooden ones will shoot arrows. The the, the stones are kind of like your little melee people that run in melee. Hmm. And of course, just like Minecraft, if you get but once you get leveling up, you can have more material and you can beef up your forces to make them better. Hmm. You have a certain amount of forces, but you can also rally forces too that's around you. So like the turtles, the llamas, the um, what the creepers. Even the skeleton dudes, you can find them run the map and they'll join you rally with you to fight against the enemy. Interesting. I it is it fun? Yes. Is the story stupid? Yes. <laughs> um my I'm gonna talk to my one friend Sophie and my other friend Ari and let them play I want them to play this game because they are hardcore Minecraft sure. lovers of yeah. that game. Like they, that's all they play is Minecraft still. Or Stardew Valley. Animal Crossing? And then Animal Sophie's Animal Crossing. Ari's Stardew Valley. Huh. She has the mod where she can have multiple part, you know, like, like real marriages. What's it called? Uh, huh. uh, it starts with a P. Oh, uh, polygamy. Yes. She has like that, but like every time someone wants to join her, the game crashes for us. Like, I can't, oh. I can't, I'm like, I look at her I'm like, I can't join because you're committing sin in this game of having multiple partners. Yeah. You, you jerk. And she just looks at me and goes, Yeah, my bad, but I don't care. It's a party and everybody's invited. Exactly. So, you know what else we got in the game that lets you do that? Call to the Lamb. I, I, yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Call to the Lamb. They just had its update drop. Did it really? Yeah. It Dude, I'm, I might buy it on the Switch. I've been playing it. It's really I, good. I think I might, I might buy that on the Switch. I think it's worth it. Okay. <laughs> Once I get all my bills paid off and then I buy my two guns I want, then I'll go back to buying games again. I'm gonna get all the. I'm gonna go through all the DLC because I'm excited for it. I'm enjoying it. So, in other words, if I buy, I should, if I get it, get the special edition that has all the DLC part of it. I don't think there's a special edition. They're just giving out the DLC for free. 
well, there's a, there was something I swear to God on the Switch that was like a... Yeah, it, it, um, I think Limited Run did a an edition of Cult of the Lamb. Oh, that's what's going on. Okay, edition, I, I was just wondering. Okay, I saw something that said Special Edition on it. So that's why I was just wondering, because the cover looked good. Yeah, I think it was a Limited Run edition of yeah. it. Yeah, because I was about to say, as far as I know, the... Uh... <laughs> the game is just free to, like the game once you buy it like they're just giving out the DLC for free yeah. which is great yeah. there's actually an animated short on YouTube about the Cult of the Lamb too yeah. it's actually really well done really funny now huh. the thing is this I think if you play Cult of the Lamb you're gonna have to use a lot of strategy and be smart well Minecraft Legends is more kid friendly so it's easier on people to control your forces. You can rally forces, you can send them out to where you want them to attack, you can build towers for defenses, then you can go on the offenses and destroy your enemies' fortresses and stuff like that. And there's a little portal gates, kind of like the World of Warcraft situation, where those weird portals where all like the, the enemies come out of. It's yeah. like that. You have to destroy that to beat them. Is there a name for that gate for Burning Crusade? I don't remember what it's called. That, Andrew, that, you... that green portal? Yeah, what was that? Just dark portal. Oh, it was just the a, dark okay. portal. That's, That's what, what I'm saying. It's pretty much the, the only difference is that was glowing dark green. This is glowing dark purple. Ah. That's the difference. Interesting. What would you yeah. do if Barney popped out of that? Go to war. Barney the dinosaur. He starts. To... I would literally just like yell out loud with a sword in my hand for the Republic. Man of drone and then just charge. Dinosaurs that are over 25 years old. What the hell? Yeah. Oh right. my god. Jeez. Like it. Never forget. It was funny because even Guild Wars 2, I was playing out the other day and people were talking about Barney and Map Chat. And it's like, really? what the hell? Yeah, it's like, what the hell am I walking into? Oh, but yeah, but I mean, overall though, like, is the game fun? Yes. Is there some challenging points in the area of like when you, once you get higher up? Yeah, it is. But it's more, it is really a lot kid friendly. And I get why, because kids love Minecraft. They yearn for the mines. Hmm. You hear that, coal workers? We're going to replace you with a bunch of five-year-old kids with a weird special edition. Um, what's what's the rarest material in Minecraft? Diamonds. I was going to say diamond. diamond axes, and they'll take your jobs from you. They'll take your jobs from you. They took your jobs. Yeah, so. Yeah, Call to the Lambs update was really good. I've been playing a hell of a lot of that. That's been fantastic. Nice. Um... Been playing more Guild Wars 2 with my friends. That's been fun. Trying to get in the rating. That'll be nice and fun to do. Yeah. Uh, Battle Network Anniversary Collection just dropped. Sold amazingly well. Did it really? Yes. It absolutely exploded in sales. You want me to top it up there, Chachi? Isn't that the one? Isn't the, isn't that the one that Brett said he hated? No, I'm good. Um, I hate Battle Network. I do, and he does. Because remember, that was that one model. Why does everyone hate Battle Network? Because I know why I, I do. That, that, that was a cool because like it's totally. It. Um, it's Nobody a, hated it. It's a cult fucking classic. It sold over a million copies. In we there is week. an okay again. There is an age difference between you and me, and then Brett it was what five years older than me. Which yeah, is like Bre Brett is about my age. Yes, but and he is a he is a diehard Mega Man Two fan. Exactly. He speed runs that shit. Oh with yeah, his eye, exactly. Eyes he yeah, loves and that he game loves that game, but he doesn't like Battle Network because it was totally different and it tricked him. Because when he played it, he was like, "I wanted this, and I got this instead." Oh. So I kind of see why he doesn't like it because it's not what he wanted from a Mega Man and game. Did you not look at the back of the box or read it? Like, yeah, I mean, he the dudes the dudes like a diehard Nintendo fan. I'm sure he read that shit. Yeah, I guarantee so like, it. How the hell did you not know it was like an, an yeah, action? Yeah, well, he, I guarantee you that he, he was a Nintendo person. So guess what? He pro he was the one who got to play it. Like everybody, like he's the type of guy where the people, everybody would come to him for questions. He worked at Toys R Us. He was a diehard Nintendo. So dude. did I. 
Yeah. <laughs> I worked so there for two and a half years. Pay, does that mean I start playing like baby sound effects whenever you talk about Call of Duty or something? <laughs> Call of Duty. Well, I love those memes for Call. It's like Call of Duty. What it's made for adults. What it's actually being played by kids. Yeah. Who's playing Pokemon? Who is it supposed to be for? Kids. Who's playing it? Adults. adults. <laughs> and it's actually not wrong. But yeah, it's really funny because like yeah, the the Battle Network collection actually sold amazingly well. I think everybody was just... Was it for the Switch or PC? Uh, there, it's on Switch and... GameCube, I yeah. thought, wasn't it? Yeah, but... Uh, I don't know, the original games were on the Game Boy Advance. Oh, yes, okay. yeah, but yeah, I'm, just, I, I was just wondering where, where what platform it was it's on. It's on Steam right now, and it is on Switch, and I think that's it. Okay, I kind I didn't see it for the Xbox, is what I was trying to say. Yeah, and so, yeah, I don't know if Capcom is allowed to do that. I don't know, that's interesting, actually. But, yeah, I'm really happy that it came to both Switch and PC. The funny thing is, is that Capcom actually had to give out an apology in Japan because they sold out of units. <gasps> really? And they, and they said, yes, we are making more. We are going to ship out more. We are going to make sure people have a hold of this. Yes, this game sold amazingly well all over. So it actually is a really good thing. The collection itself has the first game, the second game, both versions of three, both versions of four, both versions of five, and both versions of six. So people are, have been playing the hell out of them. And yeah, they did really well, so I'm really happy that the sales were looking good. So maybe Capcom might actually look at Mega Man and be like, ah, yes, people still do want Mega Man games. Maybe we might make some more, but we'll have to see at this point what they're going to do, because I don't know. I don't know if there's really more of a market for them to make more of these games or if it's going to be... I, I feel like if it's selling that great and it's doing that, I kind of feel like they will do it. Like, hey, the market's kind of saying, yes, buy me maybe. kind of a situation. You know what I'm saying? The issue with Capcom is that they kind of were holding Mega Man hostage there because they said, hey, do you want another Mega Man game? Buy Mega Man 11. We might make another X game if you buy Mega Man 11. And a lot of people bought Mega Man 11, but then we never seen, uh, we're not hearing anything of another X game coming out. So it makes me think that Capcom just doesn't have an interest in making those games. But the thing is, is that like this game, as far as I can tell, sold way better than Mega Man 11, especially in its opening week. Um, so like, I don't know, it might see, it might like tip Capcom off like, hey, hey, maybe people still do love the Blue Bomber. Then maybe we should give, you know, Mega Man games more attention and maybe just not make our company nothing more than Street Fighter or uh, Monster Hunter or you know some of their major IPs maybe they might be like okay let's actually look at some of our older IPs and like see if people want these because there's still a market for these games people still do love these games four and a half years five five years Mega Man 11 release date uh, October 2nd 2018 it's been a little while yeah it's been a long time but like how many units did it sell I don't know like, oh, okay. I because I remember I remember specifically Mega Man 9 releasing on the 360 and that being huge. Yeah. The thing is, is that there are still people who want to play these games. I think Mega Man 11 was very mediocre. Again, I already reviewed about that. I think it was honestly, like, not even as good as fucking Mighty Man number 9, which is saying a lot. Mm. I know a lot of people are going to go, objectively, you're wrong. And I will tell them subjectively. Mighty number 9 pissed me the shit off because I paid money for that. Yeah. I paid, like, I think it was, like, what was it? It was something crazy, like a buck fifty-nine on Steam sale because they had... Well, not just that, but, like, I crowd... I crowd... I crowdfunded that shit. Oh. I did. I crowdfunded that because I was so excited for it. And then it came out, and I'm, like... Even the, the stupid things like that's no good. That's all I remember that Kawhi. And then KJ and FNA pissed away your money to having parties, and that's all they did. And so my number nine sucked ass. Did you say you crowdfunded Shenmue three? I don't think I should. That was no. I don't oh, think I did. Okay. No. A lot of people. So there was someone we know in our friend, our old friend group that did. Oh. And I never heard anything about it. It came out. And apparently it was fine, and people played it. And it was like, okay, what? 
But it wasn't lighting anything on fire. No, 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 no. Not even the original game's lit anything on fire. Yeah. Bonds, like Bonsai? I feel like it was a fucking meme that like, oh, Shinmu 2, well, let's make Shinmu 3 because there's a fan base for it, but like, who the- Was there really? I always thought it was a very niche game. It, it is incredibly niche. Yeah. And so I can't say that it's a meme because obviously people enjoyed it and played it and liked it, but it's just one of those things of like, out of all the IPs you bring back, it's Shenmue? Like, really? Was this really that wanted? Like, hell, the Mega Man Legends fan base has been going rabid for a third game. I don't think we're ever going to get it, but they've been wanting it. Hmm. Uh, I don't think it's ever going to happen, which kind of, you know, I, I feel bad for those fans as well, but like, I don't know. It's, inter it's interesting to me that we're getting a lot of these re-releases. Could you ever see a, an, an official release, I don't know how they would do it, but of Mega Man versus Street Fighter? No. No? No, I don't ever see that happening. I wish it would happen. It would be great. But, um, yeah, like, even lately, we were getting more, more and more re-releases. Uh, Advance Wars 1 and 2. Mm. That remaster just launched on the Switch. And it, it came out already? It's out already. And I have not... I, I should be actually getting that delivered to me by Amazon, if I'm correct. Fortunately, this has been a great year for games. Uh, there's just a lot of games that have come out this year. And, like, we've already had, like, Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom comes out soon. So, do you know anything about that game? What? Or are you staying in the dark about Tears of the Kingdom? I'm staying as much in the dark as I can. What I just want to know is, in the trailers, Link, yeah. Link is constantly falling through the air. Is he base jumping? What the fuck is going on? Uh, I do know that from some of the trailers, which I've been in the dark as much as I can, that there's a lot of floating islands. And things oh. are like, and there's going to be more verticality in the design of the game. So I don't know exactly. So what possibly it. like a glider mechanic with like air, air pockets of air or something maybe. Yeah, think who knows? Portals. Oh, okay. So think of like, oh, there's an island above me. Well, I can get myself up there by using portal technology and then jump from said islands. Interesting. Like that. So okay. There's a lot of interesting ideas from what I've seen from like what they're trying to do there, but like, I, I don't know, again, I'm keeping myself in the yeah. dark. I know a lot of people are going crazy over the trailers. I wanted to see as little of it as possible. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited for Tears of the Kingdom. I know I'll be buying that. Soon. Yeah. It comes if, out in like less than a month. Yeah, if I had more money at my disposal right now, I would have absolutely bought Advanced Wars 1 and 2 because I'm sad that I don't have the currency to buy that right now. Um, there's a lot of games I want to buy. I want to build, buy Fuga, Memories of Steel. I'd the never, hell is that? It was a game, that, I think it came out like two or three years ago, but it is also an Advanced War-like game. Uh, but the second one's coming out here in less than like a month or so. What is that, turn-based strategy? Yes. Tactical? Yeah, tactical. Yeah. Uh, but Fuga, I know, had an interesting mechanic spin on it, which um, I'm not going to talk about in the podcast because I want to play the game first. Uh, but yeah, it's one of those things that like, I want to play that, but the second game's about to come out. There's a lot of games coming out this year to spend money on, and it's like, damn, I just don't have enough to spend on everything, which sucks, because I really want to play a lot of these games. I've been working a ton, so I had the money to spend on games, but I'm putting myself in like a lockdown for games after uh, Final Fantasy 16 launches. The second half of this year is going to yeah, be dead for me. 16's coming out too. I'm not going to be able to play that because I don't have a PS5, so it's like, damn. Yeah. yeah. Je Jedi Survivor just launched today. Apparently it's fucking bad. 
on the PC version. I've heard that it's console game, version is a great game. I've heard consoles are even having a hard time yeah. watching. Yeah, the, no, the, um, the console version. The, I've heard crash. specifically for the consoles, even the performance mode runs like shit. Yes, I'm hearing it's. But I hear the game itself is awesome. It's just it, it performs horribly. It's very badly optimized. Yeah, and so like at that point, this is like how bad. It's is a Dark Souls game. You don't want a badly optimized Dark Souls. Well, I'm hearing some people are like not even able to like launch the game. Like, no, I played. I've been playing it on PS5. I got like a, not quite an hour into it, but from what I played, I haven't had any issues yet. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I've been I've been hearing a lot from what I saw on Twitter today. Like there was a fire on it. It's like okay, I don't know how bad this is yet. I don't know how many people this is affecting yet. Mm. It's been enough that there's an outcry about it, which is usually not a good sign. So we'll have to wait and see because it might not be everybody. But I've been already hearing shit about a day one patch. Yeah, I mean. You got to. If it doesn't work, I you mean, patch it. Adam and I were just bitching about this last week where they said you have to have the internet to run this game, even though it's a physically, physical disc game that is single player only. Yeah, now that's shit. There is no multiplayer. That's you, shit. You have, to have a, you have to have an internet connection. That's shit. Which I'm not going to get back into that discussion again. We pitched about this for a little bit last week, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's still dumb that it's this poorly optimized right now out yeah. the gate. No, that's shit. I honestly don't understand that mentality whatsoever, but uh, yeah, so there's a lot of games coming out this year, honestly. Uh, Resident Evil 4, I couldn't buy that. That just came out. I'm sad I haven't been able to have it. Dude, it's amazing. Again, I've been keeping it's myself in the dark. I haven't looked into it. I haven't seen anything with the remake, and I'm keeping myself completely blind to it because I want to play it myself when I get the chance. Just do what I'm doing in the future and just wait for these games to go on sale. I mean, that is one thing that I want to do, but, like, it sucks because, like, there's a lot of games that, like, you can only go on the internet so much and avoid something for so long until mm -hmm. you see the one sure. thing you don't want to see about yeah. the game because everybody's going to talk about it. And I hate that. It's already been that way about the Mario movie. Like, I haven't watched the Mario movie, but every other stream I'm going to be, like, talking about it. Like, everybody, does anybody mind spoiler drops? It's like, motherfucker, <laughs> it just launched two days ago. Shut yeah. the hell up. Wait on it. Yep. I have Stop. a I have a rule for, like, it for like when it comes to like spoiling things which I mean it's really getting hard now with social media because it's always like day one there's already people spoiling the crap out of the stuff yeah like, my one friend sent me a message like I'm playing you know like Jedi Survivor I'm like cool no spoilers and then for some odd reason like the algorithm's just like do you want to see spoilers for hey, Jedi Survivor Mara dies I don't know and I'm, I'm like I was like dude Still, internet that's her name right the, the one lady the, the magic lady oh the one the, the night sisters yeah yes. I don't remember yeah but no, I just, I think like you, after like two weeks, then I feel like the, we can comfortably start saying some stuff. because after two weeks, the the masses on Twitch have blown through the game. Oh, and yeah. Moved it, out of the next one, they don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and that's been kind of one of the things about it. But like, yeah, I do think that that's been an issue. So I've been trying to get myself in the dark about these games as much as possible. Mm. It's only going to be a matter of time until I see something that I don't want to see that's going to happen. And that sucks. But, you know, what do you do? What can you do? That's why I want to go back and play Booga because I know that when the second one releases, there's going to be people talking about it. And I was able to avoid all the spoilers for the first game, but it's probably not going to happen with the second one because I'm probably going to see things about it. That's one of the reasons why Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, even though I'm kind of like broke right now, I'm buying Tears of the Kingdom day one because I know for a fact I'm not going to not be able to see spoilers about that mm -hmm. until it fucking like it, day one somebody's going to say something. I will legit be. I am actually really excited for that, and I will probably just sit and play the crap out of that. Yeah, so like that is one of those games that's like, yeah, I'm going to just buy it day one because I know that I'm not going to be able to avoid spoilers on that very long. Uh, the Battle Network Anniversary Collection, I just bought day one because A, I want to show support for it, and B, like, that's my shit. I don't care if I have emulators and I can go emulate it right now. I have all the games on emulator right now. I could go emulate them right this second. 
But again, I want to show support for the official releases. I want to show Capcom that there's interest in these games, and I want to show that, you know, like, we still want more Mega Man, you know, guys, it doesn't take five fucking years to make a platformer from a AAA developer. Just saying... <laughs> just saying, it's not like you're making a fucking Souls game over here where, you know... Get on it. <laughs> not hard. You could make a Street Fighter game. You could make a fucking platform. I mean, that comes out next next month. Well... Yeah, that's something else that's coming Basically. out. Basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's something else coming out too. I know there's a lot of hype around the new Street Fighter as well. Dreams, dreams. From the nights into Dreams' original soundtrack. In a dream I could see you're not far away. Anytime, any place, I can see your face. You're that special one that I've been waiting for. And I hope you're looking for someone like me. Freaky Flyers. Operation Midway. He's a brilliant inventor with a love for cuckoo clocks. Please put your hands together for the one and only Professor Gutenberg and his sidekicks, Ben 209. Gonna have some fun with a loaded gun. Anchors away. Torpedo run. Shoot the flying monkeys. And sink that funky little battleship. Good God. Don't know what's up. Then you're going down. Through the sky, this is proving ground. Operation Midway. It's no easy mission, yeah, you're gonna have to fever away. See, my problem is like, I've seen all the stuff for Street Fighters, and I go, that, that looks like it's going to be just crazy combos and combinations and counters, and I'm just doing this in my head. I won't be able to do pull no. off any of no. those. I, would, I wouldn't, I'm not getting it because of my experience with Street Fighter 4, I just wasted so much money buying, like, the, the, the fighting the pro stick. Oh, yeah, I remember you bought the fighting. I three weeks and never touched it again, so I'm not going to play it, but I'll watch the shit out of that. I'll actually watch the tournaments. Honestly, I got truth. I used to. Oh, I, yeah. had, I had the $150 fight stick for Street Fighter 4 when it first launched. Damn. And I played against our friend David, and he kicked my ass so bad, I was like, I don't like this. No, like, yeah, David, my friend David was really good. Yeah, fighting games are hard to get into. Too. They take a lot of practice, they take a lot of time in training mode, it takes a yep. lot of dedication. It's me trying to play Ryu, and David was playing, I think, Hakan, and he just kicked my ass. Yeah, like, actually practicing and getting good at fighting games is not for the faint of heart. It's not for everybody. It, quarter it, circle! Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, I'm dead. Yeah, no, quarter circle, you know, like, even something like that, but like a lot of fighting Stupid, games. precise movements, and ugh. Yeah, uh, that's one of the reasons why if I get a controller for fighting games, it's gonna be a hitbox. I want the ones that, like, have the keys. Oh. Instead of a stick, it has keys. Oh, yeah, yeah I've seen those. I so, almost bought one. Yeah, so I want one of those because I think I would actually be able to learn that very well because I play with the keyboard and mouse most hmm. of the time anyway. So I think I'd be able to learn one of those a lot better. Because uh, like, even when I play Guilty Gear Strive, I like Strive a lot. 
Uh, Inframe isn't nearly as hard to get into as a lot of other fighters. It's more of a modern control style, mm. um, which a lot of like super veteran hardcore like hardcore fighting game fans are like, oh, I don't like that, and then like, but it's popular and people like it. Like, I could probably play Dive Kick. Yeah, the two buttons. <laughs> uh, I think even somebody like yourself could play Strive. The thing about no, when it comes to um, uh, fighting games, Soul Calibur Four was one that I really liked. Yeah, Soul Dude, Calibur. Dude, I I actually easy. went to tournaments for Soul Calibur at colleges, and there was something going down at like Soaring Eagle a long, long time ago. Maxi, dude, that's that he was my go-to character was Maxi. Yeah, I just I, I played Yoda and Star. Oh Killer no, no, this was like this was before <laughs> Yoda and all of them. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, but Yoda was banned in official tournaments. Sure, sure. because yeah. you couldn't grapple him. Yeah, because he was a low character, and like uh, and everything that only hit him was lows, so he got banned, which is hilarious. Uh, but I think even people like a lot of people could pick up Strive because a lot of the modern control styles for it makes it a lot easier to get into. Mm. Yes, you still have like their quarter like circle yeah. movements, Happy. but you don't have something like uh, here. Well, and there's like and there's some dragon put like punch input which is like forward, down, then diagonal. Yep. So again, that's one of those like more harder like ones people hate to do. But there's none of that insane shit where it's just like okay, well here's a half stick, you know, forward, back, forward, uh, up, down, like. Make sure you hit like twice, like I don't know, like one of those like insane sure. movements that I've seen from some. I mean, for fighters. for Street Fighter, like I'm good enough at like the traditional Street Fighter to where I know how to do Ryo's Ryu's spin kick, and I can do Hadoukens, and I can do the Shurukens. Well, when you play him, you got to play like Turtle Defense. You're not really sure. supposed to be over the top aggressive. He's more of a counter character. Like I know a lot of the Street Fighter moves. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of the Mortal Kombat moves. You give me Sub-Zero, I'll beat people's ass. I played that game a lot as a kid. Oh, yeah, but I mean, like... But you give me something like Samurai Showdown, I'll get my ass kicked. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, that's one of the things that, like, different systems inside of these games are also a thing, because, like, I mentioned... Guilty Gear, and it's like, okay, well, what about Roman Cancel? I was what just about to say, I was just about to Roman say Guilty Gear. Cancel? Yeah, Roman Cancel. Huh. So a Roman Cancel is kind of the idea of, like, say you're in an animation and you cancel the animation. Yeah, sure. The thing is, is that depending on where you cancel an animation also affects your opponent. So if you cancel, like, I think it's, like, right at the end of it, it'll do a red one, which, slow, like, resets your animation. Mm. Oh, shit. slows them down for just a split second. Interesting. So you can combo off of things that would normally drop your combo, hmm. but it's a resource management system. It's not like you can just spam this. Like, you have to use tension meter for it. Oh. So it's one of those things of like, oh, okay, well, this is the tactical moment, like, use of this. Because it's like, oh, well, maybe if I'm about to set myself in a bad position, I'm going to Roman cancel, so I'm not going to land at the trajectory they think I'm going to, and I'm going to move out of that. <laughs> See, that sounds like something a bit too a bit too technical for me. It's it, And the thing is, is that, well, it's people, like, you might think, well, it's technical. It's a single button input. Oh. So they simplify. It just it. sounds complicated. It, yeah, the, the execution of these moves are not complicated. Huh. But the understanding of the fundamentals of what you're doing and when and where to do it is the tech is the technical aspect sure. of it. And I think that's one of the reasons why I really like Strive as a fighting game, and one of the reasons I don't like getting into other fighting games, because other fighting games are like, well, not only do you need to know the technical aspects of how these moves and how these abilities work and how they interact with one another, now you need the technical aspect of hitting a double quarter circle forward back, uh, up, down, A, B, start, select, like, whatever. Duke and kick combo. Bam. Yeah. And it's just like, okay. nope. Nope, you could go fuck yourself. I don't got time for that. I'm not going to go spend two hours in training mode just to master one move and one combo that specifically takes 45% at three-quarters screen 
Uh, no, for this specific matchup and weight class, not gonna do it. Not gonna fucking learn uh, super optimized like. It's like I can't, I can't imagine like dead or alive being this technical. Uh, Tekken is probably the most technical. Uh, uh, I, I would I would actually agree with you on the Tekken situation. Yes, I would agree of, with you. A lot of fighting game veterans say that Tekken is, especially Tekken Six, which is the newest one, is the most technical. Wow, Tekken Six has been out forever. Yeah, but the thing that gets me when I look at these games is like I don't understand it. Uh, but so, like, the thing about, like, Tekken 6 is that, like, I look at something like Guilty Gear, and it's like, okay, you have all these characters have very distinct playstyles, they have very distinct movements, they have very distinct everything about them, and then I look at a character like Tekken 6, it's like, here's girl, here's girl 2, here's girl 3, here's boy character, and here's boy character 2, and here's boy character 3, and it's like, okay, they all look the same, most of them look like they control the same, most of them don't look very distinct. And people are looking at me like, you're wrong. And it's like, bro, I'm just telling you what it looks like at the front. I, you, you see one character throw a punch, every character throws a fucking punch. Yeah. In, in Guilty Gear, it's like, okay, well, Soul has a heavy sword. Like, Kai has a lighter sword. Okay, Testament has a scythe. Bridget has yo-yos. Uh, Potemkin actually... Isn't um, Bridget actually a man? No, I'm it's a sheep. I swear to God, there was a character that was actually trans. I mean, no, Bridget is trans. That's what I was confused about, because I remember the one time my friend bought a poster of that, and he's like, that chick is hot. And my one friend's just like, I, I don't know who who's going to tell him this. <laughs> and I go, what do you mean? Because, like, I don't know. I never played Guilty Gear before. And he goes, that person, like, is actually has a penis. And I just go, oh, oh. I know Strive's <laughs> got a good soundtrack. Uh, oh, oh, Guilty God, Strive's soundtrack. Yeah. Guilty Talk, Gear is, like, yep. soundtrack. Like, that, it's on Game Pass. Guilty Gear's newest one is yeah, on I did, Game Pass. I did see that on Game Pass, yeah. I do want to try that out. Yeah, the soundtrack for all the I've used it in our podcast what is, like, a lot. What is a good character to play as in Guilty Gear? Uh, if you're starting out uh, for Strive, I would just say... Soul and Kai are probably two of the easiest characters to play because they're both very, uh, they're both very in line with the Shota characters of Street Fighter, which is like Ryu and Ken. So you're going to be getting into some of the fundamentals of those characters would have, but they're still incredibly different from those characters. But they're the more like basic. These characters have like more simple tools for newer players to understand, but that doesn't mean they're easier or you know bad characters at high levels of play. It just means that they're good starting points. But with any fighting game, you should always do this thing where you look at a character and you look at all their designs and you're like, okay, well, what does the design look like? I want to play that character. I, and that's honestly my God to get like honest opinion what you should do when you play a fighting game. Don't look at a character and be like, who's high tier, who's low tier, who's mid tier. Pick a character you like the look of and if you like the way they play and then just go with it. That's And that's how you get a good fighting game feel. Don't play happy chaos because you think he's high tier and you must play the high tier character don't do it you're just gonna set yourself up to have a bad time if you're like me i play soul bad guy i love soul bad guy's playstyle. i love the way he looks a lot of american players thought he was a mid to like low tier character this last tournament and the japanese just showed everybody up and won a last major evo tournament with soul bad guy or it wasn't evo it was a major fighting game tournament though but they won the soul bad guy mm. and it's just like yeah no the japanese players not only just showed up everybody they were right about this character. And again, it was one of those things because the people who played him liked his character. And they knew that he had fundamental, like, strengths that other characters did not, and they saw past that, and they were able to play him at a high tier level. Yeah. And take a massive tournament. Uh, it's and, like when I play Smash, all I want to play is Kirby, because he can float. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's one of those things of, like, if everybody was like, well, 
Ramathol and who was the other high tier character? Zato and Happy Chaos are the high tier characters. That's all we should play. But it wasn't even one of those characters that made it into the top four. The huh. top two characters were uh, Giovanni and Soul Bad Guy, and nobody saw that happening. Huh. Nobody saw that happening, and it was just like, yeah. Again, it is goes, it a situation where they're not not um, used to fighting specific characters and somebody comes in with that specific character and like, wait, how do we defend against this? That can happen in fighting games. And the truth is, is that if that's something that happens to you, that makes you... It's like, what? Nobody plays as this guy. What do I do? Yeah, that's kind of like one of those things that makes you a bad player because you underestimate the strengths of another character because you just don't think they're good. Yeah. In fact, they are strong. But it is also one of those things where um, I think it was really a situation of these people thought that these were lower tier characters and they underestimated them so when they fought against them they're just like oh shit no these characters are really good i am finding myself losing to these characters because i don't know like you're saying how to answer for them as much yeah. but i also do think it was one of those things that again like the people who are just good at these characters were really damn good at these characters and they knew what made them strong in specific situations, and they practice their matchups. Hmm. Everybody's playing Zato, so guess what? These characters have a lot of experience versus Zato's, and they're all over in this tournament. Ramathol, they know how to fight Ramathol. Ramathol's all over in this tournament. They hmm. have experience fighting them. They know how to deal with these characters. Yeah. Same thing for Happy Chaos. Soul, these Soul players knew exactly how to exploit Happy Chaos, and they were able to win that matchup very easily uh, compared to some other characters where they very much struggled. And it, again, it was one of those things of like, it shows that people who play their character and fundamentally understand their strengths and weaknesses when it comes to matchups really were the ones who shown through. And that's what makes fighting games interesting uh, at their core. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. I think Strive is a good game to start with. Uh, you're going to get your ass kicked, like with any game, like especially with any fighting game. You're not going to just walk into a fighting game unless you're already a veteran of fighting games and just be a pro. You're just not. So go in with the expectations of I'm going to lose a lot. I'm going to have a hard time but I'm probably going to have fun. And again, choose a character you think looks cool and go from there. I'm sad one of my favorite characters from Guilty Gear is not in this game, which is Slayer. Hmm. He's a vampire who punches people. Nice. That's it. He, that's his gimmick. He punches people. That's that's it. He's fast. He's furious. He's the king of the jungle. He's going to punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that's one of the things people talk about in fighting games. It's like, yeah, this is a gorilla character. <laughs> which, which if, if you understand how gorillas act and move, it's like, oh, okay, that's why they call this a gorilla character. Ah. They're very aggressive in their movements. And so Slayer is one of those characters where I love because he's fast and he's swift and he has linear tools, but you have interesting ways of using these tools to exploit your opponent. And I'm, I'm really hoping he gets into the next pass. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Strive honestly has a lot of gas in its tank, and I think people are going to play Street Fighter VI, and it's going to get a lot of, you know... It's going to get a lot of traction. Like, and there's no doubt in my mind Street Fighter VI is probably going to be the most popular fighting game when it comes out. Sure. It's going to overtake Tekken. It's going to overtake Guilty Gear. It's going to overtake a lot of these big fighters. Uh, DNF Duel is on its, you know, hind legs because it's, like, trying to keep an audience. Uh, but I definitely think that Strive is always going to just be there and be exciting because people really do love these ga this game because it's just a lot of fun. You have so much soul and personality in Guilty Gear that it's always going to get more people in. So again, if huh. you're looking to get into it, now is the perfect time to get into it. This game is like the one of the best, if not the best starting point, in my opinion, for newer players even to try out this game. So, well, yeah. I'm curious to see how an Xbox 360 Elite controller will hold up for a fighting game. So again, it depends. And this is something that's funny because a lot of the pro players right now have said that for Strive specifically. Strive is probably better actually played on a controller than a fight stick. Really? Yes. Huh. And I've heard that from a lot of top players and a lot of top players are playing on a controller huh. and are getting good with it on a controller but there are still a lot of those diehard fans that are like 
still I use a fight stick and they still do really good on a fight stick and yeah. a lot of players that are playing hitbox and they're like nope I enjoy my hitbox so yeah strive is also one of those great starting points because a controller is just as viable to play as a as anything else so yeah, yeah if you want to try strive I would say try strive especially I mean it's on game pass for quote-unquote free so yeah. why the hell not yeah so it's absolutely I know I mean I I, I kind of want to try it out because I just still there's like it's because we did that that randomized thing of like games yes. that you and I was like oh because Ghostwire Tokyo and that was on there and I'm just like in Ghostwire Tokyo meant so you mentioned it. all those other fighting games no love for Marvel vs. Capcom yeah no really Marvel vs. Capcom's old sure it still gets played it gets played people still play it but yeah. it's also broken oh is it oh, I didn't oh know that oh god I didn't know it was busted Marvel vs. Capcom 3 is just it has a fan base out of this world a diehard fan base yeah the game is so unbelievably fucking busted ah uh, okay like Spider-Man can like touch of death you to give you an example. Dude, Spider-Man's huh. insane in the Marvel Copcom universe. Honest to God, true. Yeah, but, like, in <clears> that <throat> game, he has, like, honest to God infinites. And there's a lot of infinites in that game. So, huh. like, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 is just, like... Yeah, it has a fan base, but it's a fundamentally broken game. So is it one of those situations where it's like, we'll, we'll do a tournament for this game, but these characters are banned? No, they don't ban characters. Oh, okay. No, they, they just embrace it. Same thing for, like, DNF Duel. I don't know if you heard anything about I've that. I've heard the name. I don't DNF know what it is. DNF Duel is also just fundamentally fucking broken. Huh. Like, one of the main characters out of there, which was from uh, Dungeon Fire Online, yep. uh, and I think all the characters are from Dungeon Fire Online, but specifically one of the classes we got to play in America was Crusader. Crusader also has a touch of death combo, which will take you from 100 to like eight, like 80 percent of your health in a single hit, and all he has to do is like loop three moves. Huh? Yeah, and it's just like, wow, that's fun. I mean, fair. I mean, fun. But I, in terms of what I can see from DNF, it just leans into every character's fucking busted. <laughs> all of them. All of them are broken in some way. Uh, and so a lot of people have been playing that as a fighting game alternative because it is just wacky, over-the-top, insane bullshit. So, like, that's another fighting what, game. Is it sort of like Mugen? Uh, yeah, Mugen's actually not a bad and, like, good comparison. That's a good comparison. Yeah. That's actually not a bad comparison, because Mugen is just like, what's this most insane, broken shit I can make as a character? And then DNF Duel's like, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, hold my beer. Well, Omega Tom Hanks, that character you like in Mugen? We've got you better. Huh. I love, I love that character, by the way. Huh. Dumb character. I love Joe characters. I, I just always, whenever I looked at Mugen, I always looked up Giver because he's my favorite character ever. It's <laughs> like, what can Giver fight against? Who's he good? At? Who's he good with? Yeah, but I'd say absolutely give Guilty Gear Strive a try. Hey, I, yeah. I, I, I played it with a lot of my friends on Discord. It's a ton of fun. Um, again, it is one of those things that just go into it with an open mind, especially if you're new to fighting games. Um, and fighting games in general are not just the most inviting. Genre sure, games. right. And I think that's probably for the best. They they used to be the go-to games back in the arcades. When they came out, everyone stood there and looked, and it was just like, wow. Well, yeah, it was either light gun shooters or Street Fighter. Ew, no, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying, though. But, like, I just remember the first time I was just, like, playing like, those old classic, like... Or side-scrolling beat-em-ups. Yeah, the, the, the side-scrolling beat-em-ups, and then all of a sudden, like... Hey, what's this game? It's called Street Fighter, and I just remember like people lining up in the arcade just to play it. Yep, yeah. yep. And you get all the older kids kicking the shit out of the younger kids. Oh no 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 no! No. When Street Fighter, I think it was two that came out. I forgot how old I was. I was playing Blanca, and if the Blanca and Street Fighter Two was pretty like 
douchey and mean that you could do. Just fucking smash the button and electrocute people. Exactly. Against the wall. Exactly. Excuse me, sir. Street Fighter Two. You talking about Street Fighter Two? You talking about Street Fighter Two the Fifth Edition? You talking about Street Fighter Two Road to? Which one do you think? Me as a me as a Ultra Street Fighter Two Championship Edition. Sir, 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 Super Street Fighter Two Turbo HD Remix. Yeah, HD. Yeah, but I just remember that kid broke the machine. What? He broke when I beat him. He broke the machine. Yeah, huh. any games induce rage. I think I was, I had to been eight or nine, Just and had butts the screen. <laughs> and all, I don't. I think if he. I remember him hitting it repeatedly, and I think maybe knocking it over. But yeah. he broke. He cracked the screen. Oh damn. Oh yeah, and he started yelling at me, and here I am, just like. Little Timmy, like little me, with like barely able to reach the controls, it's sitting on a milk crate kind of situation, so I could reach the controls, and he's just yelling. And my dad just gets out of left field and he's just like, "What's the problem?" Wearing a pink shirt, eating a, eating a lollipop. I wasn't eating a pink shirt. I was most likely in a bright neon green and orange shirt, sir. How oh, dare you? Rob, Rob is like a real man. Wear pink. That, that oh yeah, that, that that was my old Halo clan yeah. group that we used to play with. Man, those were good times. But yeah, no. Um, so yeah, I would definitely say that you know. Stripe is a good starting point for you if you want to try a new fighting game. Okay. Um, fuck, what was the other fighting game I was thinking about? Oh, yeah, no, I was going to talk about Street like, Fighting Game Rage because I know that we're supposed to be getting that League of Legends fighter, and I think that it's not going to be. Are we really? Is that true? That, that is a game that's coming out still. Oh, it is. I, at first, I kind of thought I was like, ah, funny, funny, you know, like, and it'll I, come out, it'll be a whatever, and, and like, and the way. I know that that is going to be just a very sterile game because of the way that it's going to be because they're going to want to try to make it competitive, and I do not think Riot or anybody is ready to try to have sanctioned teams for fighting games. You're not going to have fun with that. Because fighting games have always been notorious for having ragers. And, and it's not a bad thing. Like, you're going to get mad at a video game. You're going to get mad at the player. I get that. Like, it's just going to happen. Like, they're very heavily competitive games. But I'm really interested to see what's going to happen whenever, uh, you know, you know, little Timmy A versus Joey B. And one of them immediately goes to Twitter, just starts talking mad shit about the other because that's what happens in fighting games like if you go to I was playing Rise and this guy kicked my ass with Teemo no it's, <laughs> no I mean it's gonna be like one of those things of like yeah I was playing Rise and some motherfucker like F word like N word playing oh. Teemo over here like oh fighting game community can get heated fuck that Jenna motherfucker uh, or oh, Jenna you're going you're gonna like you're gonna see her no. you're gonna you're gonna see some mad shit throwing uh, because it happens with every fighting game it always brings out Evo is still the biggest fighting tournament thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that's one of the things, though, is that, like, it's always fun to kind of see these happen, as long as, you know, people at the end of the day aren't actually throwing punches at each other. But, sure. like, the, the fighting game community has always just had a era of, an era of sometimes of just people talking mad shit about each other because it just happens. Like, when they do a fighting game tournament, are you required to bring your own fight stick, or did they supply no, you what you bring, play you on? you have to bring your own. It was the same okay. thing for the Halo tournaments. You don't have a scuff controller. You can you have, you have can use a regular controller, but you'll be at a disadvantage. I'm just thinking yeah. if you have people raging on those and they start breaking shit, it'd be more smart for them to say, bring your own, you bring break your own. Your own you well, know? first off, you want to bring your own anyway. But, but second, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be a potential ha uh, cheating hazard or whatever? So the thing they is, look over your stuff. You could, in theory, but the thing about fighting games is like, what are you gonna do? That's really cheating. I, I don't know. Like that, like that's the thing. I was like, you'd have to put some weird, interesting shit in your hardware in order to cheat. Sure. And it has happened before. 
Like, mm. I know that there was one tournament where, like, somebody had... Like, do they have hair-trigger buttons or something like that? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. They have had stuff like that before, but the thing is, is that, like, generally, like, people know how to spot those things at get fighting game tournaments, mm. and they would be able to tell you. Like, it's pretty obvious in fighting games when somebody's actually cheating, if mm. it is possible in most fighting games, because, again, most fighting games, it's not as possible. If you somebody were to be like, well, what about a turbo button? Motherfucker, that ain't gonna do, do any good at a tournament. If anything, a turbo button might uh, get you killed. Yeah, so again, it's one of those things of like, yeah, it's not going to help you. Yeah. So again, it's one of those things of like, yeah, if somebody could find a way to cheat on fighting games, like, good on you because it's not easy. And secondly, if you are cheating, they're going to point out very yeah. quickly that you're cheating. It's not easy to buy, like, pass that. And sure. it's just not worth it. I mean, they'd have replay cameras and they'd be able to show, slow that shit down. Oh, be like, yes, yeah. absolutely. So yeah. again, it's not worth it. Just don't try it. Right. Uh, no, it was Super Smash Brothers that had somebody who cheated on it. It was not, uh, like, normal. Oh, the, yeah, there was, yeah. I do remember that you were telling me about that situation where someone got caught finally cheating. Yeah, it, it was back on the GameCube, though. I think it was back for Melee. It was somebody who was playing Pichu. And he was just taking tournaments with Pichu, but the thing is, is that he would only use his own memory stick to play, like, Pichu. And they originally found out that, yeah, he was cheating, and they were able to look back in footage after footage and just compare things and, like, they confronted him being like, yeah, you're a cheater. And he's like, and he's like yeah, he just owned up to it. As soon as they, like, actually confronted him about being a cheater, he's like, yeah, okay, I owned up to it. I Dude, I've seen, like, I, the last time that when you were on the podcast, we talked about, like, people on, like, the original CSGO, like, teams purposely losing so yeah. they would actually win more money in bets. Yeah. People actually, like, trying to delete the software for the aimbotting. Yeah, and that's one of the- At a tournament and, like, slapping the, I, I, slapping I was, the judge. I was laughing at one of our previous podcasts because you're just like, hey, listeners, this is the aim, this is the aimbot controller thingy that you go and buy, and I'm just like thinking, yeah, good job, Adam. You're telling our listeners where to go buy so- a hardware to actually cheat. Well, too bad. Speed. Destiny, Call of Duty, they're all making software now to go after that and target yeah. that. We don't condone cheating, just throwing I mean, it out there. Yeah, that's the thing, is that it's a lot harder for like first-person shooters to like actually combat, like, combat cheating, but fighting games are generally pretty clean in that area. Sure. Online, there can be bots and people cheating online, but like when it comes down to like actually 1v1, you're both in front of the TV, you're both playing the game. Yeah, no, you're not gonna find cheaters like that. That's one of the reasons. It's it's the same thing when we question sure for like remember what you were at, you were trying to remember that one. Oh, I guy. looked at his old footage now, motherfucker cheated. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. His his, Mc- oh, his ass. His McCree when he was playing online for the when the Overwatch League was starting, yeah. and then him playing live. They're yin and yang. Yeah, I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, and he, I don't know if it's a persona, but he tries to act like he's like, you got or you don't. Kind of like, what's his face? Billy Mitchell, that guy. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I, I don't agree. I, I agree 100%. Like, no, absolutely. Motherfucker cheated out his ass and people just like never confronted them on it. They never thought about it. Do I think he's a better player than me? Yes. Uh, I think that's debatable. I think no. Most of the time, if you cheat, you're a pretty bad player. You basically usually lack fundamentals, which is why anytime make competitive, yeah, he's he not even, just, yeah, he's he not shit because he's not cheating. So therefore, uh, all his fundamentals go out the fucking window because he can't actually react and play the game well enough to actually do what he's supposed to do. So he's learned bad habits. Oh no, I know that he on stream he'll like. Like, when he does his Twitch stream sometimes, like, my friend will show me, like, oh, yeah, he shows off, like, he's pr- playing that one game where he have to follow, use the mouse yeah. kind of thing and follow, it, like, a rhythm and click, click, click. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's he's good. I was like, yeah, but, you know, you don't you don't see him actually with the mouse and keyboard doing but, stuff. But on top of that thing, too, it's like, okay, cool, you have that. 
Uh, by the way, that's not actually aiming. That's you following stuff with the mouse, yes, but it's also predetermined paths. So that's not actually aiming. So no, again, I would like I said, watching his old footage because even at one point he did have a hand cam, right? And the mm -hmm. point about it was like there would be points where like oh he's turning and you could see his mouth moving, and other times he's like turning 180 degrees on a dime with almost zero input from his mouse and getting per, like a perfect like precise headshot. And it's like motherfucker, you're not even subtle. Stop. Like. I don't understand how nobody called his ass out. And maybe it's because it's one of those things where, like, he's a big name, and so people are like, well, you we don't want to He was him. a big name, and that's why I feel like only people online were calling him out, but the Overwatch League would never say anything they about him. They would never say anything, yeah. But no, he's he's already past his prime. Nobody gives a shit about Sure 4. Nobody gives a shit about most of these streamers that played competitive Overwatch anymore anyway, so it's like, whatever. Yeah, they have, like, their streaming communities, but they're small, and on top of the fact that, like, whatever, you have your own little world, and now you don't have to cheat to play video games. So, you know, maybe I'm happy for you, but, you know, still, I'd like you to admit to it and, you know, grow up a little bit, but nah. Cheat it out his ass, I can tell you that. Well, again, I will say this right now. It's like, if you have to cheat playing a video game, I, I, why? Like, I'm sorry, it's a video game. You know, like, what's the point of trying to practice and be good at something, you know what I'm uh, saying? Because some people, they, they just don't like to lose. Their pride gets in the way. Especially like in like Chinese markets, like cheating is everywhere. In online, in most games, especially like if you were to play like CS:GO in like China, right? They're gonna look at you and say, "Oh, you're not cheating. You're not trying to win." What? Yes, that's the thing. Is that like, are you really trying to win if you're not trying to cheat? And a, and a lot of them think that way, and a lot of them do cheat, and they are very open about it. And most of the time, if you don't have a better cheat like aimbot than they do. They're going to laugh at you because it's like, yeah, well, I want to win more than you because I have the better aimbot. It's like, damn, that is some I only, The only thing that made me laugh hysterically the most was when my friend was stationed in um, South Korea where he was telling me about going, getting plastered and going to an internet cafe. And one time he was just sober as a bird because he was a designated driver. Yeah. And he was like, oh, we don't have to be back. You know, we have leave right now in South Korea. So, like, he started playing, uh, I think it was... It was CSGO and some Overwatch, and he apparently he pissed off someone in the internet cafe. The guy stood up, and he's just screaming. Like, I guess apparently saying, where? Where is this guy? Where? 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 My friend's just like, I, do we want to leave? <laughs> do we want to leave? That's funny. Just, he said he got snacks constantly. It was, the, it was the greatest thing ever, going to one of those internet cafes. I wish we had internet cafe. I wish internet cafe culture was bigger. Me I too. Wish, yeah. I wish America just had better culture. I'm just going to say that. A gaming I, culture. I was just talking to Adam about that. Yeah. I, I was saying in our last podcast, I wish we had an esports arena in this city. Yeah, I mean, like... It's not even just video games, like card culture, like playing cards. Dude, I went to we we went to uh, Game On. I've never been in that store before. We yeah. went there for the I went there for the first time today. I ended up buying sixty dollars in games, like used games. Yeah, they have. I love that place. Yeah, no Game On down there. They have a lot of good stuff. But like even even then, like I've been going there for the Pokemon leagues and like a lot of the Magic leagues, and hmm. I've been enjoying it. But it's like, man, I really wish we had a better culture for that in America. In Japan. Their tournaments are huge. All their locals are huge. People play over there. It's so exciting to see. Does it's... Japan have a big card game culture? Oh, hell yeah. Really? I didn't okay. know that. Pokemon is, oh, duh. is huge <laughs> yeah, in Japan. Yeah, duh. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> massive in Japan. Yeah. It is so awesome to see these huge tournaments and people playing and people getting together. It's big over there. Like, it is an actual big deal over there. Hmm. And, like I said, it's just, it's interesting to see, like, 
their meta and everything like evolve as they play and it's just so cool to see but like in america we just don't have that culture like magic the gathering has more turnout by far it really does, dude. You go to the you go to game on when a magic tournament's happening. That place is packed. They have a special like area in the back for Magic: The Gathering yeah. and Warhammer games. Yeah, now Warhammer's pretty big, but like Magic, it's like they have like four like really long tables over there. I guess it's technically eight because they're like two tables together. Sure. But those sit like eight people a piece, and all of them are packed when Magic happens. Like it's huge. It has a ton of people. Mm. Pokemon, we have like four or six people show up for locals. Now, they don't have a competitive going on right now. I think if competitive was a thing, people would show up more because it's like, oh, hey, we want to push official competitive tournaments. But, like, even then, like, Pokemon, it's hard to find official competitive tournaments for it in mm. America because the culture just isn't here as much as it is in Japan. Mm. And it sucks because it's just so much fun to play and it's so much fun to, like, get together with people and, sure. like, explore. Like, oh, what type of strategies do you like? What decks do you like? What do you want? Like, what do you do? And it's the same thing for, like, Magic, but, like, it sucks because I really wish America just had it. Like, especially for, like, internet cafes. It's just not a big thing over here. Like, right. It, it, and it sucks, and it sucks because, like, my friend tells me all the time of, like, have, like the internet cafe is, like, at nighttime packed pad full of people that are trying to get sobered up they bring you snacks they have all this cool stuff and it's like it's not expensive it's actually quite affordable to go there and have fun super affordable and that's another big problem with america too is that everything over here is so fucking expensive we had we technically had some gaming stuff areas like that here but they just epically failed there's that one little spot uh what used to be computers to go or whatever where they had that little area with the lazy boy chairs and yeah. the big screen TVs. Well, there was a bigger one that was before that. There was one in Bay City that was way bigger than that. Mm. And then we had what was that one our, He it was that mom and pop arcade place that was near where the old Farmer Jacks used to be. Oh yeah, I know. The Hangout. Right, yep. Because he had all that stuff, and he was... Because remember, we went there and we pissed... We, like, we literally disrespected that um, pro team when me, Lance, and a few of my other friends went there. I was going to say, we didn't go there. <laughs> I didn't go there. I think... I swore well, it was no. David. No, sorry. No. David wanted to play a bunch of Street Fighter games at the arcade because uh. we walked in there, and they said, uh, we're having practice for a pro game going on soon. And I'm like, oh, well, if it is a practice, would you like to play with us? Yeah, and you kicked their ass. Oh, we destroyed right, them. Yeah. We destroyed them. I felt so bad. It was Black Ops 2. Huh. And I use an LMG, and I am God with an LMG back in Black Ops 2. And I just felt so bad for the team because no matter what we played, and I hate Capture the Flag and Search and Destroy, hmm. but we were just doing, we were just, it was so good. It was good times. <laughs> but we don't really have, like, a place to go like that. No. No, we just don't have a lot of cultures like that or in general over here, and it kind of sucks. And I know, I think what really, like, hammered at home was, like, oh, everyone's getting internet now. No more AOL. Here you go. Yeah. Because when Halo 2 came out, people were going there. Hey, on Saturday nights, we're doing tournaments. Cool. Then all of a sudden, like, the Xbox 360 came out, and then, like, internet was, like, our Auburn area and some of the boonie areas of Bay City was able to get access to proper internet, yeah. and then that place well, I mean, just like died down. Like you thing, most people... You you were theorizing that most people would be like, why why go to an esports arena where I can just watch it online? Mm-hmm. I just think the experience of going to what something. Oh, like my favorite went cool. to the, the went to the Dallas one where it's the rivals, mm. where it was Houston Outlaws and Dallas Fuel were playing. He said that it was so much fun going yeah. there. Yeah, 
which is funny because there was more people that were Outlaw fans than they were Dallas fans, and that's the Dallas Stadium. It's kind of like when Green Bay versus the Lions, there are more Green Bay Packer fans at the stadium than there are Lion sure. fans. Yeah. It's hilarious. I loved it. Well, I mean, I've always heard Lions in general suck. They do. And <laughs> every year, my friends and family go, this is the year, and I'm like, I've yeah. heard that for... 20 years? 20 years. <laughs> more than that, since I was a kid. Pretty much, Yeah, pretty much after Barry Sanders retired. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm serious. It's like, but I want, I wish we had that culture. I guarantee if you go to a bigger city, there might be something like There's that. There's gonna be something. Keyword might. But again, the problem with it is that, like, it's expensive. It's so hard. It's not cheap. It's so hard to have those businesses raised in America. And it's not even, like, doing... Like, if you want to think about it, like, in reality, how expensive would it be to have one of these bars? Like, not super, like, expensive. But what makes it expensive is the fact that, like, well, how much is your electricity bill? How much is your, like, property rent? How much is all these things? Like, and that's the issue over here is that, like, it's so fucking expensive. Sure. And I don't know why we have it so expensive over here when it really shouldn't be. And so, like, these places will pop up, people will go, people will have fun, people will keep going to these, but then it immediately dies off because the business closes, and so people lose that. Yeah. Like, I know card shops over here do very well. Uh, Not as good as they used to. Not as good as they used to, but, like, the one here in Game On, it does very well for itself. Modern Explorers is really good around town, downtown, but they also have a lot of other things like comics that they sell as well. And Game On also has, like, the games to back on, like, yeah. to back them up as well. But, like, pure card st- shops do well. It's just that it's still hard to find people who want to get together to play these because people in America are fucking crazy uh, in terms of just, like, how we interact with one another. And I think that is part of, like... What does that mean? Have you not seen interactions with the most randomest people where people will just get into fights? Yeah. Oh. It's America. Like, more people over here probably own a fucking gun than, like, a car. Like, sure. Yeah, no, America's fucking crazy, and that's one of the reasons why even a lot of people outside of other countries look at America and they're like, you people are fucking nuts. Yeah. We don't want to play with you. Like, so I think a lot of it is... You like, don't mess with Texas. Yeah, like, a lot of our culture is just weird because... For some reason, everybody over here is just fucking terrified of each other, and I don't get it, but, like... We are. No, straight up, we are. Yeah, and I think that's been, like, part of the issues with America is, like, everybody's terrified of each other. So, I think a lot of these things, like, these gaming cultures are harder to pop up because, like, people just aren't as, like, socially mature over here as we are in other countries, I Mm. think is the way to put it. Because people over here in America, especially, like, we're kids a lot longer than most kids are in the rest of the world. If that makes sense. I mean, no, I'm, wait, no, I'm I was 40 and I'm still a kid. Well, no, <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I mean, like, people, like, literally living at home still. Oh, yeah, I got kicked out at 18. Fuck yeah, that. Yeah, well, like, even people, like, at the age of 12, like, don't know how to handle, like, mature topics or situations because, like, oh. they're not introduced to those. But, or like, I do adult chores. Yeah, or do things like that because, like, oh, well, you know, they're a kid. Like, what? And it's just like, no, your kid should be trained how to do these things and how to interact with people. And I just don't feel like in America that's, like, as big. Like, my friends in the UK, like, they're like, no, by, like, the time I was nine, I have seen, like, movies with, like, mature subjects or, like, sooner than that. Like, or I've seen, like, boobies on movies or anything like that. Sure. I I know how to handle these situations. Yeah. It doesn't bug me. And it's just like, man, in America. The the Titanic, man. At 12. That's that's when I first saw my first pair of boobs was on the Titanic, man. In America, though, it seems like a lot of kids, by the time you're, like, Total recall. Baby, you make me wish I had three hands. Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't know. That, That chick had three tits. 
Damn. Someone actually did that to themselves in real life. Oh, I don't know. We, we actually just had a discussion about uh, what was the first movie you saw in theaters. For me, it was the original Judge Dredd. As Land like Before Time. Land Before Time was my very first movie. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. No, actually, now that I think about it, it was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids in a drive-in. Mm, yeah. Uh, combined with Sister but, Act 2. But, like, <laughs> anyway. for some odd reason, for how big of a country we are, we like to, like, isolate ourselves. Yeah, we spread, yeah. We, we spread the fuck out. We, we really appreciate our privacy over here. And, sure. like, I don't think there's a reason to be that private about a lot of things that make us just human over here, but we... I, I don't yeah, know. I don't. I mean, maybe I'm nuts, but isn't it like a normal for Japanese households to be really small? They're they're incredibly tiny. Yeah, like they are absolutely tiny. But again, it's one of those things of like, again, people just interact more. I don't know. Like over here, again, it seems so bizarre. Like it is part of it is our infrastructure is just spread out more. So again, something that takes us ten to fifteen minutes to drive somewhere would probably be a five minute. Well, I walk. mean, even here, we're in an apartment complex. We have our window open, and I'm at, like out overlooking all the other apartment complexes, like the buildings. I don't know anyone over there. Yeah, but I, know I, actually, neighbor, ta- I actually I actually ta- I actually talk to a bunch of our people that w- here, mm. and some of them are nice. But again, I think it's because where I'm working, I work at a grocery store, so uh, I see them shopping. Yeah. I see. But in my honest got opinion, I flat out well, the one day they're just like honest to God truth. You know, like, we saw you the one time moving in, and we just didn't really get, we really didn't care, but I'm, I'm happy that I, I, you know, I talked to you, because right. you're a really nice guy, and I'm just like, but like that's kind of sad. That, like, like, I don't know who lives above us. Right. I it, no it's changed, again. Oh. But yeah, it's still one of those things, too, that I think also, like, is our culture. It's more niche than we like to think as well. It's like, it's obvious, it's obvious, like, when we're all really sitting in the room talking about video games or cards or whatever, that we can, you know, interact. We have similar interests. We have similar interests, but, like, it's actually more niche in our country than you would think. Uh, just due to the fact that, like, it could be, it's several, like, cultural differences, like, you have people that are more country, you know, oriented folks, so they don't see a reason to get into these types of things, or they're more religious, they don't see a reason to get into these things, or they're just more about their everyday life of, like, I go to work, I come home, and I watch the game, and then I go to bed, or whatever the fuck, you know, just people that just have, like, just no hobbies whatsoever, Mm. and I find that to be a lot more of an issue as well, because, like, I don't know, man. Like, it just seems weird to me that, like, anytime I just talk to most people in America, they're just like, well, I kind of raise a kid, and then I go home, and then I watch the game, and I cook dinner, and then I get ready for work in the morning. It's like, what the fuck do you do with your life? Do you have any hobbies? Like, what do you do? Their hobby is providing for a family. I don't know, man. Like, you can provide for your family and still have a fucking hobby. Like, that's what I'm saying. But, like... I don't know. Anytime I talk to people like in America, it's just like, what the fuck do you people do with their lives? Like, it just doesn't seem like people do anything. Well, I mean, my my coworkers are the same way. They're just like, wait, you you get home and you play video games and you go on bike rides and shit. And I'm just like, I have no kids. I'm not in a relationship. I don't have any obligations except to myself. Yeah, and like, I, <laughs> I go know. and do what I want. Right, but that's the thing though. It's like even in Japan and like these other countries, it's like people still do their hobbies and their obligations and still uh. have time to do things that they want to do. Like. It happens. It's not that impossible to think of. Like, I just don't understand why in America it's just, like, actually impossible to, like, get these communities together. I don't know. It's weird, but yeah. Strange. Yeah, it is strange. But I think we're, I think we're getting over it. We are, we are at an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. Let's call um, it good then. So Jedi Survivor did release today, and I played for less than an hour, so we can't really talk about that No, yet. but because I'm, I'm getting my copy tomorrow. Uh, I'm excited for it. Well, I will say one thing. That box cover art is ugly. It's ugly. It's AIDS. 
Yeah, it's very, If AIDS was a cover, it would be that. Andrew. Yeah, Andrew, it's the most bland, basic thing you've ever seen in your life. What is this for? The, the cover of, like, the, of the case. It's oh. Blark. So Gabe. if that's the case, then, and if I have to take a guess before I see it, it is, like, one guy standing on the cover, like, looking over right. his shoulder back at the viewer or something. So, this is... Jedi Fallen Order, the yeah. first one. Okay. Looks really good. Got background. This is the new one, Jedi Survivor. Look how dark it is. Like, this is the difference. Look at that white border. I hate the white border. Oh, God. Yeah, like, I see what they're going for in the picture itself a little bit. Like, I did call it. It's just a guy standing in the yeah, cover. Yeah. Like, I did call that. And I don't understand why box art has to be so fucking boring now. I just hate it that white border. The white border yeah, looks like shit. Like, I think... It I, makes me feel like I'm in a Hollywood video about to rent a movie when I was a kid. Yeah, it looks like it's supposed to be, like, a movie poster, and I think that's what they're going for. But, like, huh. it's a fucking game cartridge, like, cost, like, no. Like, the, you know, like, make it interesting. Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, I don't get what they're going... I, I don't again, know. If that's what they're going for, it was, like, it's supposed to be, like, a blockbuster movie poster. It's like, okay... Make it look like a blockbuster movie poster. Don't go half-assed with this shit. What? What is this? Like, it looks terrible. Yeah, I, I don't know. I saw that white border and I was like, ugh. Yeah, that's yeah. I agree with you. All but right. I, I think with that, though. Yeah, we're facing. I think we're good. Yeah. Go. Good. Um, next podcast, we will talk about Jedi Survivor. Yep. Um, some more Star Wars. I promise you that. Well, yeah, because May the 4th. Yes. Right? And today was Return of the Jedi, the anniversary of the 40th anniversary. Midland was supposed to have showtimes for it, but I went to search for it, and then all of a sudden, apparently, it wasn't many people asking for tickets online, so therefore, I believe they canceled it. Mm. And so, like, the closest theater that was showing it was, like, I think 45 minutes away. Huh. Which I, if I'm correct, because it was like no, none of it was sun sack. Showing it like Beaverton or something like that. I don't know. Remember, I I checked fan fan. Oh, that's you. I checked that that web website Fangle or whatever it oh, is yeah, for yeah, movie yeah, tickets, sure. and yep. they they had no, not even sack and all. Huh. Which was kind of sad, uh, yeah. upsetting for me because I really love the Return of the Jedi. We don't have an IMAX in this city, do we? Is is Midland Cinemas an IMAX? No. Okay. I don't think so. I know they rebuild it and it, it looks nice, but I don't know about that one. Oh. Yeah, about that. It's a really good question. Yeah. All right. But yeah, any, so Jedi Survivor for next week, and then what? We don't have another big release until the end of May mm-hmm. for Tears of the Kingdom? Yeah. Yes. Uh, and we're all getting that one, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, I'm probably not going to, like I said, I'm probably not going to play that right away just because I didn't. Yep. I, I, I will tell you this right now. I will be still playing Ghostwire Tokyo. I'll keep playing Minecraft Legends and give it like a real fair shot. And I will play the hell out of Jedi Survivor. And That's the spirit. That. I've got so. Battle Network games to work through. I got Calls of the Land to work through. I got stuff to work through, so. Yep. All right, so taking us out is Warped. Warped? Warped? Okay. I was about to say, I have another video game soundtrack that I actually just found recently that I have for your repertoire, so. Oh, okay. What? So, not gonna say? Tenchu. Oh, Tenchu. Okay. I've never, I never heard of the soundtrack before. One day it was in my feed. Huh. And it's like, this is a PS1 game. Yeah. This fucking sounds phenomenal. Is, sound- it, is, it, is it better than the Shinobi soundtrack? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Actually. Absolutely. Like better. Shinobi for PS2? With yes. The, with the big red flowing scarf? That had a good soundtrack. That, that has a great soundtrack. But like, I was surprised when I listened to the Tenchu soundtrack because I was just listening to it. It's like, this is great. Hmm. Like, actually great. And Shinobi, I think it topped Shinobi only because I think Shinobi has like, five or six good soundtracks but like tenchu like almost all of them 
fucking slap. Nice. Like I, I'll, I'll, I'll show you one of them. So, so last week we actually um, went out on Metal Gear Solid or Metal Gear Rising Revengeance because I bought that for PS3. Yeah, I need to still play that. Maybe that should be the game I look at next. Yeah, I'm. I'm Again, I my collection has grown massively in the last year, so I have a. Am I take you to those other game stores in Saginaw? You're gonna that what you saw there is just small compared to what they have there. Hmm. Yeah. So, all right, we're getting out. Uh, I'm Josh. I am Adam. I'm Andrew. And yeah, you can email us if you want. Uh, Manadrone.podbean.com. Manadrone podcast at gmail.com. And I think that's it. Okay. So we're out. Bye. Bye. Adjua, from the Tenshu original soundtrack. Die in peace, you misguided soul.